from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. Sue Cuevas has been involved with Nueva Esperanza Community Credit Union since day one. In the early days, she recruited potential members at church picnics, festivals, and other community events, and signed them up for memberships from her mobile office, her car equipped with a copier. I'm Jennifer Plager, a senior editor for CUNA News and Credit Union Magazine. I recently spoke with Cuevas, the president of the $2 million asset Latino Credit Union in Toledo, Ohio. Cuevas talked about her involvement with the credit union from its beginning, the challenges she faced, the growth the credit union has experienced, what keeps her coming back to the credit union each day, and more during a conversation with the CUNA News Podcast. Sue, can you tell me a little bit about your credit union story and how did you get involved? What drew you to credit unions? First of all, it was in 2010, I received a call. I've always been in corporate banking and um, actually VP in corporate banking. And I received a call from a friend in 2010 that said, we are planning on starting a, a Latino credit union. It'll be the first Latino credit union registered in the state of Ohio. And we would like to know if you could help. And so being in the bilingual uh, lending and, and, you know, in banking, you know, I felt like, oh, sure, I can help. I had no clue, actually, what credit unions were prior to that. So I'm Googling as I'm going to this meeting, and the first thing that I see is, you know, people helping people. And that, to me, was the highlight of where I wanted to be at that specific time. I thought, oh, wow, this is interesting, you know, people helping people. You don't hear that very often. So I decided that I would help. Uh, little did I know that I was the only employee and that it was a from the bottom up credit union. So literally started it. Um, no, absolutely, you know, no, no forms. We had possibly 25 total members. We didn't have any documents. Uh, we didn't have a DNB routing number. Literally, it started from the ground up. And the first year, what I did is I targeted the South Toledo area, where predominantly there are a lot of underserved and unbanked uh, Latinos. And I literally worked out of my car. I had a copier, and I would I would be at every festival, at every church event, at every school, anywhere that they would allow me to promote Nueva Esperanza. That's where I was. And I had a copier in my car. So if I met someone and I said, would you like to be one of the first elite credit union members to join Nueva Esperanza? And they said, yes. Well, obviously, I needed, you know, some sort of copy of their documentation, driver's license. So guess what? I would open my trunk and I would make a copy and then I would mail them uh, a receipt for their deposit, which that now I look back and I think, wow, that was very trustworthy of a lot of people. But that was also my way to verify their address. So that's really how it started. I then decided that the passion was greater than I really thought. And so I decided, you know what, this is something that is very much needed, especially in the Toledo area. So even though I live over an hour away and I drive commute two hours, to me it was more of the passion, the desire to help especially the Latino community, uh, those that had language barriers, those that didn't feel comfortable walking into a 
huge, you know, financial institution, those that maybe weren't sure if their documentation was acceptable. So with that being said, that's basically how I ended up being the one and only employee for a year with Nueva Esperanza. And and when you talk about that passion and seeing how you were able to help people who either were unbanked or underbanked or were a little like, oh, we don't know where we do our banking. You were also taking a, a big risk, it sounds like, leaving an established banking type position to a startup, essentially, that, like you said, you were working out of your car with a copier in the trunk and, and just going out to find members. Absolutely. I mean, I had a lot of people say, are you crazy? Why would you want to work in that type of an environment, you know, helping start up something, you're not sure if it's going to progress, if it's going to stay, the security part of it. I did have a couple of credit unions in Toledo that had designated an office space for me. So I was working out of a credit union, but yet where we were wanting to plant our own credit union, didn't have a credit union around, obviously. So that's when I literally would work out of my car. You know, I would literally just go to the grocery stores or go to the bakeries and leave information and and do that thing. But yes, it was absolutely a challenge. But, you know, I said, I'm just going to help. I'm only going to do this one year. And then after that, you know, they're on their own. You know, I was thinking that that was my original feeling. But as I started getting involved in the credit union movement, the passion just became a little bit greater. You know, one more loan, one more year. So, Okay. So that was in 2010. We're eight years into it now. What's Nueva Esperanza Community Credit Union like today? Well, we are predominantly a savings and loan credit union. We are a little shy of $2 million in assets. We do have $1.7 million in loans in the community. We have pretty close to 900 members because we only serve in the capacity of savings and loan with no um, access yet to having a checking account, debit cards, credit cards, um, international wire transfers. You know, our uh, membership, of course, is limited, but we do accept, you know, over 10 forms of documentation so they can open an account. The credit union is um, right now in a position where it offers lending programs, especially to those that have what's called the ITIN number, Jennifer. That's the individual taxpayer identification number. So when an immigrant comes over, he is able to apply for this number to work in the U.S. and to file their taxes. So that way they can legally work, you know, for someone or somewhere or an organization. So we do use that uh, form of ID to allow lending to the people that have not yet become citizens. However, our lending portfolio consists of a lot of citizenship loans. We've had so many success stories of, you know, our members coming in. We have a, um, a loan that's called Lending with the Heart. A lot of the Latinos don't have established credit. You know, their primary source is cash basis only. I know that, you know, as a Latina, you know, my parents were always, you know, don't get indebted in credit cards, use cash, save up for this, um, you know, just just try to buy it when you have the money. But, you know, in today's society, that's really difficult. You need sometimes 
uh, a way to protect those members' money when they cash their checks. They become targets of robbery. They they keep their you know they were keeping their money in, at home, and we were trying to teach them that it's better to put it in a financial institution, the credit union, that uh, would allow them a little bit more safekeeping. So we developed a program called Lending with the Heart. It is a five hundred dollar loan that we offer set up for twelve months. Payments usually run a little under fifty dollars, and then they can establish credit with the credit union Nueva Esperanza. And then they can grow from there. They pay that off. They might be able to apply for 800 They pay, you know, they just actually start in that bottom line. With that being said, we've had various businesses that have started just with that Lending with the Heart program. You know, they've reinvested into, um, you know, shops, bakeries, restaurants, landscaping businesses to buy tools. So we've made a great impact in the community within the Latino population. So that was one of the things that, you know, we implemented. And we started from there. Most of our loans are not credit card debt. They're basically establishing credit. You know, we lend with the heart most of the time. A lot of them don't have a FICO score. So we always say you're not a number to us. You're an individual. And if we can help you, we will. So Nueva Esperanza takes pride in being able to help, like I said, $1.7 in outstanding loans in the community to help them, per se, make their dreams and reality come true. And that sounds like it kind of would be the answer to one of the other questions I had for you. Nueva Esperanza means new hope and how that fits in with your credit union's name and, and mission and the members it serves. It does, absolutely. And, you know, we, we do basically um, take every individual on a, you know, we have to teach them what is a savings account. You know, we have to teach them basically how the system works. A lot of them have never had any type of relationship with a financial institution. Most of them that come from other countries, you know, they're intimidated by the government because they have lost money. So, you know, it's a training process. It takes at least 20 minutes for us to sit with someone and go through the aspect of opening a savings account. So once that's done and they feel comfortable, you know, then they're encouraged to try the Lending with the Heart program. And we've had a a great success with that program, especially, like I said, in the Latino community. But New Hope, you're right. It, It actually brings a lot of hope to a lot of families, a lot of individuals, And even those that are not Latinos, you know, you've had situations uh, where maybe a spouse passed away or they lost their job and they just need someone to believe in them again. And we've been able to help them also in that situation. So we're pretty proud. We're pretty proud of the name. When you're talking about where your credit union is today, you mentioned when, when you started, you were working out of your car. Do you have a branch now or are you still using that space in a different different credit union, or do you have your own location? In 2000, May of 2011, we opened up a uh, more like a street front little place. Uh, it was just two desks. I only have a part-time teller. And so we opened up sort of like a little office, and that was where we started until we could find a location. Currently, we are and an old historical building, the top level or the top floor is actually a bilingual clinic. And then we are in the lower level. We're kind of in the, the basement. Part of that has been renovated by a grant. Um, 
and that's where we are housed now. We do have access for the retailers, even though currently we only work with a one part-time, and then we have two offices. So we are, we we have grown, you know, we, we are um, not babies anymore, but we are in a different location. It is more visible to the community and definitely the opportunity to serve them in a larger capacity um, is, is currently what we're, we're striving for. And it sounds like a great location, like you said, visible and, and with that bilingual clinic, I mean, you're, you're really reaching that potential member that you're, you're looking for. So what have been some of the, the biggest challenges or successes during these eight years of establishing the credit union and getting the word out? Yeah, there have been so many challenges, obviously, and as a financial institution, as a credit union especially, you know, we deal with a lot. You know, we are designated as the first Latino credit union in the state of Ohio. We are considered a minority credit union. And the challenges that we faced pretty much was trying to get grants to help sustain the operational cost of the credit union. We did receive two from the CDFI, which are very much appreciated. But, you know, we still have some challenges as far as teaching our members that it is okay to save their money within Nueva Esperanza. So that's been kind of the challenge. You know, our deposits are not as high as we'd like for them to be. Um, you know, our capital is, you know, it's, it's, it's smaller probably than what we want it to be, but it's because a lot of our members, they really don't understand that concept or coming from another country where they've been targets of losing money, you know, they don't feel yet that comfortable. But that's been the challenge of getting grant money to be able to do marketing, grant money to be able to do some more school programs. Um, the challenge of being a small credit union with just one and a half employee to be able to accommodate all of the things that are needed in the daily operation, that has been a challenge. But, you know, um, I have a, a board, a volunteer board, and they help in whatever capacity that they can. So, you know, together, you know, we just strive. It's just been a little slower to expand our services because of those challenges. And they're financial challenges, I guess, if you would you would call it that. On the plus side, though, the positive part of it is that $1.7 million in loans with a delinquency ratio that's about 2%, uh, serving about, you know, 900 members in the community, uh, being able to share at uh, GAC, you know, the Governmental Affair Conference, being able to share at other conferences, receiving the Louise Herring Award for the state of Ohio as well as the national level. You know, a lot of those have been a positive effect in our community. We've done some great things in the schools. We've reached out to nonprofit organizations. We've done some financial literacy. We definitely strive to teach our members uh, the importance of financial literacy, teach them the importance to value their homes and what a home equity loan would be, how to save money. We we also have a reloadable visa card, and that allows them to load that card with money, go and pay at Walmart or a gas station or a Kroger's or a grocery store, and feel that sense of maybe self-esteem. Jennifer, if that's what you like to say, you know, instead of like, wow, you know, always having to pay with cash, 
that's been a really, really great success for our credit union. We've had a lot of success in a lot of various things. The fact that, you know, you know, starting from absolutely, if you can say, you know, zero to where we are today in eight years, you know, has been a success in itself. We are serving the community. And, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have all this success if it wasn't, number one, our members, and also the credit unions in Toledo that have stepped up to help us, even though they're like, well, we've, we don't know anything about, you know, a Latino credit union, but if there's anything that we can do, you know, we will help you. So we've been blessed to have various credit unions in Toledo and in the state of Ohio and outside of Ohio reach out and say, if there's anything that you need, we're here for you. We want you to continue being successful. So we do take a lot of pride in where we are. Obviously, it's not our goal to stay as a savings and loan credit union, but On the other hand, you know, we're taking baby steps, and we want everything that we do to be successful. Eight years ago, did you think you'd be where you are today? No. I didn't even think I would be with a credit union. You know, my goal was not to even stay but one year. I was just going to help. But, you know, it's funny. uh, Motivation and this credit union feeling, it just kind of gets into you. And, you know, people say, you know, you drive two hours round trip. You know, you do absolutely everything, but one of the things that I take pleasure in is being able to serve the community. And, you know, when I come home, even though it's been a long day, when I see, I remember, and I'll share this real quickly with you, I remember a couple came into our credit union and they said, you know, we've been banking with, you know, a local bank for about 10 years. We don't have any credit and we need a loan to, to install a furnace. Right now, my wife and I take turns getting up to check on our children. We have the, you know, the heaters, the plug-in space heaters, but they won't give us a loan because we don't have any credit. So, obviously, you know, we still have some lending procedures that we go through, but time on the job was great. You know, their debt ratio was great. So, we went ahead and paid, you know, the company directly to have it installed. And when you see two adults crying in in front of you because you were able to give them something that nobody else probably had been able to do for them. And just that thankful feeling, you know, that they had towards you. I mean, you know, you have three adults crying. I'm crying because they're crying. And, you know, have they have been like the best members. They have been members since day one. But that's the type of loans. And, and you know, when I come home and I, you know, and I think about what we did, that, to me, keeps me going, you know, and, you know, I grew up in a very strong faith um, home. My parents were uh, pastors, and so it was kind of a goal for my dad. You know, he would say, you know, always give your best, do your best, help somebody out, and I saw that throughout my whole childhood as I would see missionaries come through my house and my parents helped out, and I guess maybe a little bit of that, you know, was instilled in me, and I I take this very personal. I love what I do. I love helping people. You know, I love being able to make things work. And it's not always a yes, you know, in, in the lending. But sometimes that no turns into a yes maybe six months later or a year later. And so, um, you know, I, I guess not thinking that I would stay this long, I have developed a love for credit union movement and I truly 
sometimes wish that I would have found that in my early 20s, you know, and I would have been able to do a lot more than what I'm doing now. But every story in our credit union loan portfolio does have, if not happy tears, it has, you know, uh, some sort of self-gratification that we've been able to make a difference. You know, and basically that is what credit unions are, you know, people helping people, and, and we try to do what we can at that time with, with our members. It sounds like you're doing some amazing stuff. So what kind of advice do you have for other CEOs who maybe find themselves in maybe not your exact situation starting the credit union from a ground up, but they're leaders at small credit unions that, you know, they're they're helping their members, but they have limited resources, limited funds, limited manpower. What, what kind of advice do you have for them? Nueva Esperanza is probably the smallest and youngest credit union in the state of Ohio. But the only thing that I can say for larger credit unions or even those that are in the same capacity as, as we are is that the main thing is to have passion for what you do because passion is going to turn everything around, passion and perseverance and patience. Those three things in the past eight years have been what have kept me going. I had to have a passion to do what I'm doing. Not every day is a good day, obviously, but I've always said, you know, you better enjoy what you're doing because if you don't, it's going to be a very ungrateful and satisfying day. So I would tell my children that, make sure you do what you love to do. I love this. I love the ability to help people. The passion, that really drives me to become persistent into doing what I need to do. Okay, so we didn't get, you know what, we didn't get the grant. Okay, let's try to figure out what else we can do. We can do our own marketing. You know, we don't have money for marketing. Okay, well, well, I'm bilingual. We're just going to do our own brochures. We've accomplished that. And the other thing was, obviously, you know, is have a lot of patience. And there were many times coming from corporate banking where, like you say, I could, you know, maybe someone who has a large credit union, you have access to picking up the phone. You know, I need a thousand flyers or I need this or I need that. You're dealing with a small credit union. You know, that patience really really makes a difference on your passion and your perseverance. And so I would encourage any CEO, anybody in leadership, not to give up on basically what you love doing. It does take time. You know, it does take effort, but my passion, I think, overcame a lot of obstacles at the community. And maybe some people thought, wow, that's not even going to last, you know, and I wanted to prove with my passion and my persistence and patience that, yes, Nueva Esperanza is here to stay. Are we billion-dollar and will we ever be a billion-dollar credit union? I have no idea. But I do know that what we do have right now is a continued step moving upward, and it's one step at a time. That's basically how we know how I have to deal with it and how I accept it, and that's what I would recommend to other uh, credit union leaders. Just just give it the best that you can and keep going. That's some great advice. Um, and speaking of advice, what was, what was some of the best advice that you've received from others during this whole eight-year process? I know you've you talked about collaborating a little bit with some of the other credit unions in Toledo and Ohio, but what was some of the best advice that other people have given you during this time? One of the best that I ever received and I received just so many and throughout the eight years because, you know, I wasn't new. I didn't know the credit union movement. But one of the best advice was be true to yourself and be who you are. Never, ever 
subject yourself to not doing what you don't believe in. Keep going. If you believe this is where you need to be, if you believe in what you're doing, Sue, then you just keep going. Do not give up. And even though it's easier said than done, Jennifer, those words, do not give up. Just don't give up. Just one more day. There are many times I would call other colleagues, other CEOs, and say, I don't think I can do this. I am not going to do this, you know, or I don't have to do this, you know. And then they would just say, Sue, just don't give up. Just give it one more day, one more week, one more month. So the best advice that I ever received, and even though it may not seem like a lot, It's not a real big paraphrase. It's not a real big motto, but don't give up really, really meant a lot to me. And I really appreciate all of those that said the same thing to me throughout the eight years, you know, from billion-dollar CEOs that met me to, you know, small credit unions that, you know, were $30 or below. All of them were just don't give up. And I believe that that really makes a difference in what you're doing. I think that that kind of, in a nutshell, says everything. Just don't give up. You believe in something, then keep going. Whether you're doing it alone or you're doing it with half of a team or a full team, you just keep going. It sounds like that belief in that that don't give up spirit is, is still within you. So what's what's next for the credit union? We just moved into this new location in the end of January of 2018. So it's kind of been fairly new. But we have a lot of uh, projects that we're working on strategically. We are planning on hopefully adding our checking accounts and a possible mortgage program. Those are two things that I feel that we need. We are also working on, we've had, I've had so many calls from the state of Ohio, Columbus, Cleveland, you know, Cincinnati, a lot of them looking for us to expand and put in a branch like we're doing. And so, you know, we obviously, our goal is to grow. I mean, that should always be anybody's, you know, anybody's goal should be to continue growing. And I feel like um, for Nueva Esperanza, I can see a lot of growth. I can see us uh, expanding into Ohio. I can see us adding services and products that are going to be beneficial to the community. So, you know, if you can kind of say, you know, we've only just begun. We actually only have just begun, you know, and I, I think that's the way to to kind of, that's how we ended our 2018 year. I wrote it on my pad and I go, we've only just begun. So hopefully from here on, you know, you'll hear more amazing stories about what Nueva Esperanza Community Credit Union is doing in Ohio. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.